one of the most fascinating tech that came out in the 21st century has to be the Amazon Echo. It's like my new best friend. I don't even need friends. Girls, who needs that? A life, who needs that? I got my Amazon Echo. Whatever you want to talk about, it already knows. Whatever you wanted to do, turn on the lights, play some music, read you a bedtime story. That Amazon Echo got your back, baby. It's your new best friend. And for all that sweet convenience, it's really interesting how we're so willing to give up privacy just for a little bit of convenience. So it was incredible to see all of these articles coming out talking about the Amazon Echo and how it might be listening and creeping and interfering in all your conversations, sending them to the government so they got a little bit of dirt on you. But when we really stop and think about it, do we actually care about privacy? I mean, yes, Amazon Echo is always listening to its for its name to see if you're calling for it. And it's always connected to the Internet. And basically, it always has a database of everything you ever talked about and always could be hacked and sent to the government so they could use that information against you. But the fact of giving up our privacy is not new. You see, if the Amazon Echo can always listen to you, what about your smartphone? Why don't we care that our smartphones can always be listening to us? Why don't we care that our smartphones now have our fingerprint ID and our face ID and our genetic data and literally know every single thing about us, probably even better than we do? It's like that abusive best friend that sits next to you, next to you learns all your secrets and spreads them around the school to just laugh at you in the dark. That's your smartphone. You see, we don't really care about privacy. And it's always a convenient political show when we say that we do. That's why Facebook and this recent stock earnings went up 29%. And I'm here to tell you that that's not going to change for a while. Hi, my name is Fly Sue. This is the Uneducated Investor Podcast. You are listening to the audio-only version, baby. Feel free to like, subscribe, and share to your nearest group chat because we, Flight Crew, we are about to learn together, baby. Um, Yeah, yeah, like, subscribe. I, I, honestly, five-star reviews that really help push out the podcast, so please, please do that. I love in the midst of all the Facebook drama... That people were posturing so hard that they would never use Facebook again. That evil company. Mark Zuckerberg is a robot and probably eats children for breakfast. People just disliked Facebook so hard. This is the midst of the Cambridge Analytica. I'm butchering the name so hard. Cambridge Analytica scandal where Facebook was basically... Their information was hacked and being used for political measures. And people were saying they never use Facebook again. But at the same time, they were double tapping on booty selfies on the beach on Instagram. People were talking to their friends on WhatsApp. 
You see, Facebook doesn't just own Facebook, they own Instagram, they own WhatsApp, and probably a bunch of other things that we're not even quite aware of. So in this last earnings, Facebook's uh, Facebook stock grew 29%. And that's because Facebook is a very unique company. It's a very powerful company, and you, we really should start understanding what we're really dealing with. You know, Facebook not only has the power to really do a lot of evils, but really is the only chance we really have at doing a lot of good. In this age of fake news where we have these articles being shared and we can't tell what is what, Facebook took a lot of the blunt for people either using ads to target people politically to get them riled up about different political acts whether that would be Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter, whether that would be the Russia conspiracy with Trump and Clinton. Facebook was used as a toxic place to basically share toxic ideas. And if once people are really understanding Facebook, it's become more obvious that Facebook played a huge part in the election. Some people are saying that it around 70% of people get most of their political information from Facebook. So this begs the question, what is Facebook's responsibility going into the future when it comes to elections, when it comes to democracy, when it comes to governments? And this is where I think Facebook is going to continue to shine in the future because Facebook, while it built this platform originally just to revolutionize communication, what it really did was monetize and centralize democracy. You see, if you want to run for office and change your government, TV ads aren't the place to do it. Yes, of course, TV ads are hyper effective, but they also are hyper expensive. The best bang for your buck? A well-targeted, a well-targeted Facebook ad to your exact demographic in the exact state that you need them. That's why I think it's so interesting to see these candidates coming up. Um, one of them, of course, I've been talking about him a lot, is Andrew Yang. And it's just with these new polls coming out and these polls necessary for people to qualify for the December debate coming up, we're going to see a lot of Facebook in the news as people continue to increase their political ad spends. And now Mark Zuckerberg is testifying to Congress about Facebook's duty and responsibility when it comes to political ads. In my thoughts, Facebook is going to be essential to really thinking about what it means to have a democracy, what it means for a candidate to really reach its audience. And I think it's here to stay, not to be broken up. But what do you think about Facebook? Do you think it's this good this tool for good, or do you think it's really this tool for evil? Me as an investor, I really see it being there for the long run. And 
I think this is only the start. We're going to start to see a lot of weird stuff with different people and companies and countries using Facebook to really start sending out a message. And if you, we saw it just before the ad spend just to sell little cute things like Kylie Jenner selling lipstick, we're going to see it start realistically revolutions. We're going to see it start things and ideas that would have never prospered in the first place because while before media was controlled by the establishment and people who've held those powers, you know, the CNBCs and the MSNBCs, the CNBCs, the CNNs, um, now we're seeing that media is now democratized itself and anyone can almost have a voice on these platforms because of a platform like Facebook. So let me know what you think about Facebook. Is it a tool for good or is it a tool for ultimate evil? Let me know on Twitter or on Instagram, I guess. Um, And we, Flight Crew, we have to take off, baby.